Hello, and thank you for joining us for another episode of FYI, the Public Library's podcast. Our guest today is Aaron Hoops. Aaron is head of the Free Library of Philadelphia's Philadelphia City Institute branch. We're going to talk to her about an initiative she spearheaded at the Free Library, a teen social justice symposium. Welcome, Erin. Thanks for having me. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your library to get started and what you do there? My library is a pretty small branch, but we're right in the center of Philadelphia, so we're very busy. We have two floors, so children's and teens are downstairs, adults are upstairs, and we have very, very active patron base, so tons of people coming in and out. A lot of people live in Center City, Philadelphia. A lot of people work here, and then a lot of people just visit, so we're super busy. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the Teen Social Justice Symposium, what it is? So I had been talking to our teens. We have some after-school kids who hang out every day, and I was walking actually through the children's room one afternoon, and they were talking about there was a protest march planned in Center City against police brutality, and they were talking about it. So I sat down with them and talked with them, and um, they were pretty young teens. And one of their concerns that they were sharing with me was that they weren't allowed to go to the protest march. Their parents had said no, they didn't want them to go, but they, they wanted to feel like they had a voice. And so I started thinking about what is something that the library could do to give teens, um, young people who maybe feel that way, like they don't have a voice, um, a forum to talk about the things that matter to them and you know, a way to feel like they're contributing to their community in that way. So how did you go about planning the Social Justice Symposium? And was it difficult to get buy-in, funds, et cetera, from administration? We have a fairly new department in our library system called Strategic Initiatives. And they were created with the whole idea of encouraging staff to kind of challenge the status quo and think creatively about programs and to try to have us think about um, doing things that we haven't been doing before. Um, so, And they give out grants to staff for programs that they want to have. So you have to apply. Um, and so I thought, oh, let me put together a proposal for a social justice symposium and let's see if we can get it funded. And um, they decided to fund it. So it, the buy-in was easy. The planning was a little more challenging just because I, I really wanted to do something that brought in other branches because we're right in center city. So I wanted it to feel more like a full city effort. A lot of my colleagues who've been doing programming around social justice issues for years. So this isn't something new in our system. Um, but the idea of doing something centrally, I think, was more more new. Um, so I wanted to to really get other staff members involved. But we had some some other librarians who were very enthusiastic about it, and so they worked with me um, to plan the program. It was actually also partially modeled after a, a grant-funded program that we've been doing it at our branch and at some other branches called Teen Reading Lounge, and that's funded through the Pennsylvania Humanities Council, and that is a program where um, it's, it's sort of like a robust book club for teenagers. The idea is to use books to help teens connect with um, the humanities and with issues in their community. And so we've been doing that. And last year, I had a theme of social justice for the Teen Reading Lounge. So, you know, we were already kind of talking about these things at our branch. And then um, this was this 
social justice symposium was an idea to sort of reach out to teens at other branches in other parts of the city. The idea was to have the main social justice symposium at the Central Library, which is also in the heart of Center City, Philadelphia, and then to have smaller events at neighborhood branches before that main event, and to have those smaller events be book-based. So we had three branch libraries who participated. We each chose a theme and then chose two books based on that theme for the kids to discuss. And then they, we were able to purchase copies of the books that they kept. And then we each branch hired a community mentor to come in and help lead the book discussions. So we had two programs at each branch leading up to the main event. And were community members or youth from your library involved in planning at all? At my branch, I talked to the teens when I first had the idea and asked them, what, what do you think? What does this sound like? What would you want to do? And so they gave me feedback on the planning process. And then once I knew that we had the money and what kind of the structure was going to look like, I asked our teens to choose a theme. Um, so they, they chose the theme for our branch. So our theme at our branch was mass incarceration and racism. So it was kind of what the teens wanted to talk about at that moment. What programs were held? I know you, you talked about the topics, but can you tell us a little bit about the speakers? And At my branch, we had a local attorney come in, and her name is Wakita Tobar, and she works for the Juvenile Law Center. So she did two, she led two programs for the teens at my branch on, um, we read Lockdown by Walter Dean Myers for the first one. And then the second one, we read The Walls Around Us by Nova Rensuma. And so it, it was actually really interesting. Her style of leading a book discussion is so completely different from mine because I think it was very much modeled on her law school training. So it was very intense and really brought up a lot of, um, ask, had the kids ask themselves questions that I think they'd probably never asked. And, um, it, it was it was cool because I'm I'm much more I suppose gentle in the way that I lead book discussions, and so it was a good experience for our teens I think to be cha- really challenged in their their thinking and kind of the way they were approaching the issue. And one of our teens actually at the end of the first program said, "I don't know what I think about anything anymore," <laughs> and uh, so it, it was really intellectually stimulating for them. We had at the other branch that focused on mass incarceration, we had a community member come who's uh, like a community activist. And so he talked about beating the odds and growing up in a disadvantaged neighborhood and that sort of thing. And then at our third location, we had a student who was working at the library who talked about um, human trafficking and slavery. And that neighborhood um, has an issue with that problem. Did these all take place on the same day or? I left it up to the librarians at each location. We all kind of scheduled based on what would work best, we thought would work best for our branch. So I would say it was over maybe like a a three-week period before the Social Justice Symposium. The Social Justice Symposium was a one-day program. The book discussions that led up to it, we had two of those at each branch. So it ended, it's a total of seven programs, I guess, officially. What did you find the attendees learned or what were the reactions? They were really positive. I was hopeful that we would have a really big crowd and it was a little smaller, but I think that's not not unexpected for a, a teen program that's new. I had everyone do surveys at, at the actual symposium itself, and we had some really, really thoughtful 
responses. Author Renee Watson, she gave the keynote speech at the symposium, and she was wonderful. She talked about her her life. She read from some of her books. I would say she was probably the biggest impact on the kids in terms of what they told us in their surveys. We did workshops after that, and those were, were really very engaging also. It was a really positive response. I think a lot of the teens expressed interest in another symposium. And where do you hope to take this event in the future? Uh, are you hoping to do another one? Are you doing any related programming? Actually, I just found out last week that we did get a grant for another symposium this summer. So I'm super excited about that. And it's through the Philadelphia City Institute Board of Managers, which for our branch is is like a funding agency. They support programming throughout our library system. And so we'll be able to do another symposium this summer. So um, I'm really excited about that and hoping to grow the program even more. Yes, I was wondering if there were was interest expressed by adults. Yeah, there was. And actually, I had to tell a few adults, well, this is just for the teens, um, because teens tend to speak more freely when there aren't a lot of adults in the room. Um, so yeah, I think there's definitely an interest and a need for adult programs that address these issues as well. And I just tried a small pilot program, um, a community conversation where I invited some of our after-school teens and then some of some adults who come into the library who live in the neighborhood and who I know have talked to me about community engagement and social justice issues and we all sat down together and had a conversation and that was that was really cool um, to have that multi-age discussion um, because I think you get some really interesting perspectives from both both age groups. If any of our listeners wanted to embark on this path or start doing this kind of programming, what, what would you recommend for, as a way of getting started? First, finding out what what other librarians in your system, if you're in a system, are already doing, because we had, you know, resources that I could call on people who have a lot more experience than I do of doing this type of programming. And the second thing is just to ask your teens what they want to talk about and what do they care about in this moment. Um, And I think that makes it almost an easy thing because, at least I've found, teenagers, they want to talk and they want you to listen. And all you have to do is pretty much give them an, give them a, an in, an open door, and they will just talk your ear off. And, um, you know, just showing that you care, um, I think that's, that's the best first step. And then everything else after that, you just roll with and <laughs> figure it out. And, you know, a lot of program planning happens kind of on the fly, and I think that's a wonderful thing. Well, thank you very much, Erin. We wish you much luck with your teen social justice symposiums in the future. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today. 